Right. So this is like a weird uh, Gonzo kind of 70s comic book thing, obviously, with like uh, mutants and peasants and robo-cultists and space wizards. Everybody more or less ready? Hello is a fighter. Is that usually how he uh, introduces himself? No, he usually says, I'm Hanno. Of, of, a of fighter. The, <laughs> yeah. for, a for, former warrior of the Imperial Legions. I see. And uh, a moon is, I'd say he's a gambler. That's what he said. Ah, a rogue. <laughs> I am roguishly handsome. Stinking thief. So that's only what the the losers say. <laughs> Hamun and Hano, or Hano. Going for the short A. I'm just going for the long A. Hano. Okay. So, like it says in the blurb, uh, drifting aimlessly over the wastes, there is a ruined giant metal airship known as the Iron Cloud among the unwashed masses, and those are mutants, peasants, and robocultists. It's also known as Zadrilon's Folly, among the learned few, like scholars and space wizards, whatever that is. Uh, also the Flying Fortress of Krakofax, among those left in its path. Uh, which begs the question, how have you guys heard about this? Did it pass by your settlements, or, or is it a rumored place? Or As Hanno is a for, for, former legionnaire, there story, there's always been stories of the Flying Fortress, stories of its... Laying waste of you know, villages and, and, and castles from above. And Hamun knows a story about uh, you know, somebody who went, climbed on it, and uh, came back with great wealth. Okay. I think we open up with um, uh, the two of you, like, clambering up these steel cables, these sort of rusted steel cables that hang down from the belly of this floating thing. From the outside, it looks a lot like some sort of huge, bloated, like, mass of mucous membrane cells that sort of uh, scintillate and, not scintillate, but sort of shift like some sort of, um, it, it pulses and shifts like some sort of uh, psychedelic nebula. Looks looks kind of weird, orga- weirdly organic, but it, then it has breaks or, or, like, holes in it, and through the holes there are these, like, metal... Uh, cross-hatching, rusted grates and stuff. Yeah, I can see. Hanging up there on, on this cable. Uh, I'm probably doing this the smart way, which means I've taken a length of rope and wrapped around it to make a little secure thing. I can then, and also that thing for my feet, so I can just unloosen, lift it up, tighten it, lift my feet up, tighten it. Standard legion procedure, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. How do we see, um, how do we see Hamun climbing? Clambering up like a monkey. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just a, uh, quick, like, uh, indulgence like how how are you guys dressed are you like in weird robes or like are you half naked or what's what's the style loose flowing clothes he, so he can hide stuff in in his clothing it's hard to tell oh of course yeah what he's got on him cool how about hano or Hano? <laughs> dressed in uh at least two uniform changes back in the the tunic and trousers of the legion Especially on the back and front, there's definitely a, a Halbertic heraldic symbol on his chest of the, of the, of the Legion, what's, which is probably the, a, oh okay of the Legion specifically. I, gotcha. Okay. Yes, and uh, uh, of the Legion that he used to belong to, which is a clenched fist holding a, holding arrows. All right, cool. 
that, that heraldic design has been uh, retired with the Legion for various reasons. It's not around anymore, the, that Legion? Nope. That's why I'm out here. <laughs> if you survive, maybe we'll in- investigate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So um, you make it up into the first little area, right? There's the, these um, cables depend from, from a, a, a hole in this uh, membranous layer, right? And mm-hmm. uh, goes up through a breakage in, in this like rusty metal crosshatch grating. And you see a room. You climb up into a room onto a floor made of, uh, it's kind of like a industrial gangway, rusted metal stuff. So you're in room number one. Mm. Uh, the E on the map uh, is a spiral staircase uh, going up. Uh, it's a pretty sizable room, not super huge, but uh, like a tavern room, maybe small tavern room. And uh, you're kind of in this rust colored iron cage, kind of like the Thunderdome from from the movie all around you you have this pulsing shifting uh miasmic like cell membrane structure that seems to make up the floatiness of this this uh, fortress this iron cloud uh ahead of you you see something like uh you see a bunch of filthy half-naked pelt-wearing figures uh and they're all ringed around this sort of altar hamun what about the altar tells you that uh, these filthy, filthy people are uh, robot cultists. Obviously, on the altar is the uh, the robot deity, Compulon. <laughs> Compulon. <laughs> and is it is it a representation, like an artistic representation, or is it like just a mishmash of robot parts? Some representation of what he's believed to uh, look like. Obviously, it's built um, crudely. Of whatever they they hammered and it's a scrap idol essentially. Yeah. <laughs> cool. The Compulon cultists they they I mean they hear you clambering up so they they turn around all around all all at once almost. They're all wearing like bits of of metal and scrap and robot parts. Uh, somebody's like wearing somebody's like torn out the insides of a, of a robot head and uh, put it on himself like a helmet. Uh, it has these weird oh. like little antennae. Uh, He's a high priest. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you can see like the, the characteristics like sloping foreheads and, and uh, heavy features of like a troglodyte type uh, cavemen. They uh, all uh, let out this collective yelp and uh, point to you and and go ook ook and uh, uh, start waving these uh, big pipe wrenches and and monkey wrenches about. Uh, they seem to be pretty like upset, like you interrupted something important. What do you do? We here to praise Compulon. <laughs> and outside my mouth, I go, "We are." Yes, yes, of course we are. Why else would we be here? Yes. <laughs> All praise to Compulon as I ready my shield. The chorus of Compulon, Compulon from the or whatever appropriate, whatever, whatever approximate they can make with their uh, troglodyte mouths, and uh, they they dance and jump about precariously on the the grating, like groans beneath. And uh, why don't you make um, a charisma roll? See um, how well you do. Right, and I did uh, pick deception in my skills. That oh, cool. Well, 12, so... <laughs> okay. So I think, like, the high priest hobbles forward 
uh, with the sort of monkey monkey skip gait, and uh, you know grabs you by the shoulders and and uh, appears to have some sort of vision uh, or you know or is approximating somebody who has a vision and starts going and there appears to be some sort of consensus that you are like the 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 chosen of Compulon. The others sort of start hobbling over and and furnishing you with various scrap metal parts. If you want, uh, you could get like a like a light armor bonus. Yeah, plus one armor from like uh, they they make a kind of scrap shirt armor shirt for you if you want. If any of them approach me, I just I just give them a, a steadfast glare and you know hopefully they just walk away. You're my servant. They don't you know. Care yeah. about you. <laughs> I will accept their gifts graciously in the name of Compula. <laughs> so they they uh, uh, probably draw some weird symbols in motor oil on your on your cheeks and and back of your hands or something. A lot of them uh, just go out down on their knees and do the whole uh, praise gesture. The the guy with the robot head, the the high priest, he uh, holds you by the shoulder and he points to the staircase like and as if he's in sort of some sort of religious rapture. Like there, forward, you know, pointing to um, to glory. Yes, we will go forth and spread the glory of Compulon. Come, my servant. Compulon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a murmur of Compulon behind you as you ascend, begin to ascend the staircase. Boom, boom. And of course, the inside of this like spiral staircase again is like a caged in rusty spiral staircase that goes up yeah. all all around you, like. Again, this pulsing mucous membrane essentially is like it's it's glistening up here, like it's it's secreting something, and the smell is kind of uh, sweet and odd mixed with yeah. rust. So, Hamoon, do you want to be in front, or do you want me to be in front? Oh, lead the way. So you get up through the staircase, oh. and you can see there uh, there are two uh, gangways. These are not like caged in. They're just gangways, and you're walking through this grotto of, of pulsing membrane that opens up into some sort of uh, room to your right and to your left. It's a big room, pretty huge. You see, I see some damage done to the uh, floor there, too. Uh, you can't see too much, but it, it appears to be uh, like uh, intended, it's like a, a, a cross-hatching of gangways. Which way do you go? Uh, if I'm looking at the there's, picture uh, down- there's- there's actually a draft from the bigger room. Well, do you have any feeling which way we should go? Let's go to the right, small room rather than the bigger room. Uh, are these <laughs> standard imperial, uh, you know, uh, uh, walkways with no rails? No rails. It's just like a, a gangway platform, uh, like a almost like a, a gangplank, but obviously like crosshatch, rusty metal crap. Uh, why don't e- both of you roll a d6 when you cross this uh, gangplank? I hope six is good. Oh, six is really good. Yeah. Or yeah. Cool. So it groans beneath your feet, but it doesn't give. As you approach this bigger room, you you begin to hear uh, somewhere between like pitiful wails and screams. Not screams, but sort of moanings. And you know that weird cross between when you don't know when someone is a masochist or not? And they're sort of moaning piteously, but it's, maybe it's fun. I don't know. And then you hear at the same time, like this mechanical metal drill sound, like, 
and uh, and you can you can hear like welding torches and stuff as well and and as you approach oh. this room like there's this light this flickering light as if something is happening in there or being made i'll attempt to sneak forward all yeah. right cool do you both <laughs> sneak forward no uh well i actually have stealth but i have zero bonuses so what does that mean it means you're as good as me <laughs> oh all right so i guess i'll stealth behind you that's what a dex roll uh yes cool uh what this means is hamun cannot get a miss because of the skill so he uh, he gets a uh, partial success uh 79 you you uh creep in both of you but the flooring when you step into the beginning of the room like here uh and it's this uh let me it's an oval very annoying some sort of uh gangway off in in the distance there and some sort of gangway off in the distance here so you enter this oval room there's just a mess of like robot parts and it's a it's like this big oval workshop there are like little uh, servo uh, robots hovering about this big giant like massive warbot uh with like all kinds of integrated tools uh working on a bunch of these uh like uh, robot cultists He's like welding on things and and uh, uh, drilling uh, robot parts into them and onto them. It's a pretty crazy, pitiful, inspired sight. There's this kind of like uh, robot synthesized voice coming out of this big combat robot. You know, in the sense of like you know he's he's gaining he's getting some sort of uh, rapturous satisfaction from turning this these beings into into cyborgs. But as you step in, you see this sight, right? Uh, both of you, you kind of slip. Just inside the entrance, the grating is, is a bit slick from oil and blood. Uh, and you slip through the cross hatching, and uh, your feet touch the membrane below and you kind of sink in. It's almost like stepping on a, on a waterbed that doesn't have any uh, enough water Baffles. in it. So you just sink in, right? So I want you both to do a make a con roll. Ooh. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, Hamun, what do you drop? Uh, when you when you quickly prevent yourself from like sinking too deep in, so so you get so you don't get skin t- contact. What do you drop down into the morass? My dice. Oh! <laughs> that is going to come back to bite you. I'm gonna have to make sure of that. Because mm-hmm. those are the ones I cheated with. Oh no, your cheaty dice. Yes. Uh, and Hanno falls to his death. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, no, no. <laughs> Hano, the fighter, would like you to, uh, you, you feel like this slick mucous membrane mass sort of rub up against you and almost like caress you as you slip down. And it's, it has this biting, awful, unpleasant caress. It's not like acid or anything, but it's like, ugh. And then you, you, you know, pull your foot up maybe. Uh, mm. I'd like you to roll 1d600, please. 1d600? 1d600. There's a table. There is indeed a table. Oh. I'm being mutated. 508. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. So how many extra limbs do I get scaly skin? All right, cool. So you suffer attention deficit disorder. Uh, this mutant is unable to concentrate on a single task for long periods of time. He's easily distracted and usually forgets what it's supposed to be doing. So uh, I get ADHD. Okay. ADD. <laughs> ADD. <laughs> so mutant uh, attention, mutation, attention deficit disorder. Uh, you, you feel like this 
thing kind of change you. Uh, you feel sort of um, seep into you and, and mess about with you, and suddenly like things are a little harder to concentrate on. Yeah, can I grab the grating and pull myself up? Or? Oh yeah, totally, no problem. What we're we here for again? He looks a bit dopey. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of as normal. Okay. <laughs> there are lots of sounds and blinking things in the next room. Keep your head down. Okay. I, I put my head down and then go back up again. Look over. <laughs> the robot laughter of grandiose nature is still going on, like <laughs> and and uh, sort of drilling and and welding. Let's back out into the, the the hallway where we were, so we can discuss this. Maybe. <laughs> okay. okay. Can I at least for a couple of actions concentrate on what I'm doing before I I start looking ooh shiny? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so I can get out to the hallway. It's just yeah. long periods of time. You you often get and and it's like ooh squirrel. We either try to get by the crazy uh, robot or we can go try that other room and see what crazy robots in that one. Give me a second. One of the exits seemed to head toward that room as well. If I remember correctly, perhaps let's go that way and see what's in there quietly sneak in. Sure. All right. And we make our sneak rolls. You don't have to make any sneak rolls peek into this big room. Right. And it appears to be some sort of uh, assembly room. Right from from uh, you, all other directions. Actually, you can probably see. Yeah, you can see up here that there's there's an opening into a staircase. Staircase here, and there's also a staircase here. Here's a pathway. So it's it's kind of like this assembly room. Right. Again, big cage at the bottom of the room. Here there are these um, gangways, and beneath there's this big gap in the membrane uh, opening up to the the ground far below you. And there's this updraft of uh, air coming in. And far out, about here, uh, there's some sort of body, some sort of shape lying on the gangway. Mm-hmm. It appears to be empty otherwise, this whole big, huge room. So is this where they throw people out or where they fish for stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking over at the other stairway and say, you know, I wonder if there's another room just like the one we left. Yeah, hey, no, the body is glittering enticingly in that ooh glitter <laughs> kind of way i wonder if he's got some sort of armor on him most assuredly i'm gonna check that body out so i'm walking down the gangway uh roll me a 1d6 please one oh so you start <laughs> walking out onto the gangplank and just just crack uh and a big section just falls out under you uh once you uh dex it to hold on to i do have athletics you do have athletics so it, it won't be a miss Nine. What do you drop all the way down to the bottom of the ground far below? I hate to say it. My sword. <laughs> the sword goes yeah. flying down, glittering in the in the sun. So is there any reaction from the body? Uh, nope. I mean, you cannot see it terribly well. It's, it's this lump of a body with some sort of shoes and a glittery vestment of some kind. You can't see the, the head or anything. From your direction. I'll uh, get out my rope and throw it to companion. You want uh, Hino to secure himself so you can pull him back up or or what? Yeah, that's the plan. I'll find a place where I can tie one end off onto some of this grating, throw him the other end, and, and help haul him back up. Cool. He's he's hanging on, so no no real problem there. But now he's secured in case he wants to go all the way over there and not fall down again. How far is the body? Is it, you got 20 feet of rope. I got 20 feet of rope. I can at least get 40 feet. 
that's enough. Don't worry. I'll just wave. I'm just going to check this body out, walk forward, and get close enough so I can kick it with my foot. So you notice when you come closer uh, in the draft that it smells like a corpse, and it certainly is a corpse. It's wearing a strange bespangled jumpsuit. Looks kind of weird, but also kind of cool. It has yeah. like an, an, uh, an integrated cape that ends about at the, uh, at, the, at the ass. But if I can smell him, I don't want to put that on unless I can wash it. Because if I can smell him, he's seeping into that outfit. But a cape is cool. <laughs> is the cape integral or is it yeah it's it's a it's a combination jumpsuit with uh, cape short cape a spangled <laughs> so it's like glittery and evil knievel yes yeah. <laughs> any uh, anything on his person i check you know you any pockets through. yeah you find what the audience would recognize as a set of car keys including the clicker for like a distance bleep bloop uh, unlocking it makes a squ- makes a squeaking sound when I press one of the buttons. Okay. Actually, I think maybe you hear, like when when you click it, like you hear in the distance some sort of echoey, distant, muted, like bloop bloop. Put that in my pouch. Anything else on this person? Uh besides the awesome bespangled jumpsuit, no. Yeah, I'm not putting that on. It's it's. I will smell like corpse for the rest of this venture. It could be valuable though, and you do get XP for looting. All right, I'll I'll strip him down, but I'm not wearing that thing. I'll use the legs to tie it up into a little small package and uh, stuff in my backpack. Up or see if there's another robot uh, abattoir. Uh, could we hear which direction the bleep bloop came from? Make, make my, an intelligence uh, roll. Both of us, yeah. I'll pull it out and click it again. Nah. <laughs> We're sure it came from. You're sure I, it came from outside somewhere. <laughs> I point in one direction, you point in the other direction, and we look at each other. Wherever it is, it's probably up or down one of these staircases. I think we go to A. Now, is that an upstairs case or a downstairs case? I think it is definitely an upward staircase. You hear a clamp clamp of like uh, robot cultist cyborgs coming out of the uh, gangway uh, from from the east staircase, stairway uh, apparently whatever was happening in the in the big combat combat robot room is now finished uh, and they're sort of marching out here what do you guys do let's go up the staircase do we want to see what they're doing I hold my shield up I really don't have anything to do to deal with them if they're going to be uh, hostile we're not gonna go down there and participate we just spy on them all right I'm up for that. Do you want to hide? Yeah. Stealth it? Yes. Hide away. Ooh, of course, I have the skill too, so... Cool. <laughs> the, the, the angle they come into... Uh, actually, you can hear, like, Tromp from the other direction as well. Uh... You can either stay here and be discovered, or you can, like, move up the staircase. In which case, you'll get to hear what they're doing, maybe, but not see. Yes. Move up out of their way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you do, and uh, you discover, like, uh, when you peek down, you can see that there are, like, actual robots clamping out from this direction. And they appear to be having, like, they're, like, festooned and uh, arrayed with various different, like, length and breadth and uh, thickness of knives all over. Like, you know, like, like they're pirates or something. It's totally silly. I need a new weapon. Shall we try to get the last one? I look at you 
Like, you're crazy. But they're so shiny. Ooh, shiny robots. <laughs> <laughs> Unless these are very small robots, unintimidating. They look like human-sized robots, complete robots, like C-3PO style, but with more articulation. Uh, better, I mean, better, the knives better. kind of tell you that they're maybe not to be messed with, but... Oh, wait a second. Once they're in there, I wonder if there's any more knives where they came from. Ah. You can check it out. They tromp by. So we wait after they tromp by, and I'm going, I have a feeling that that room is a glad, it's a gladiatorial space. Robot wars! <laughs> <laughs> Which are better, the true robots or the cyborgs? <laughs> <laughs> Two coins on, on the robots. I guess we'll wait until they all pass on by. Bob half a dozen of them, and then they're out in the oh, open. Shall we? And I gesture to the direction they came from. I suppose. Let's sneak on in. You slip down, you walk uh, through the yang plank. Again, you can roll a d6 to see how this goes. Why? Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Crack! The I don't know, you go first, I guess, Hey, no. Yeah. So, it's like, they weakened it, but those, uh, we're on one, we're scurrying scur- along. They're tromping, and then it groans when you pass, and then finally it just cracks. And, and uh, ah, make a make I a con see. roll there, Hamun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a miss. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you roll me a D600? If I get something good. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll a D6. Actually, roll a D8. Okay, no. so uh, again, you, f- you feel this, like, uh, the membrane touch you and, and uh, seep into you a bit, like the, the weeping layer. You begin to feel, like, this uh, strange sensation in your mouth, like your mouth starts to feel warm, and then, like, it feels a little more crowded than usual. Not in the sense of teeth, but, like, you feel a little bloated, maybe. And then when you um, open your mouth, it feels, like, kind of, like you have some secretion in there. and uh, when you spit it out, it fizzes when it when the spittle hits the grating uh, on the floor. <laughs> you get poison glands. This mutant has glands that excrete poison, and it's your spit. All right. <laughs> Could be useful. So, but, uh, uh, yeah. odd. But you make it. I make up, spit a couple times, watch it fizzle. It seems Probably. to be reacting with the rust or something. It's not. It's not like uh, corrosive necessarily. So. Uh, you make it to the next room. Blamo. It's a circular room. Oh. Two, exits, two more exits. You seem to be entering this, again, this cage. Everywhere is like uh, these uh, charging stations for these robots. And uh, there are empty weapon racks and uh, like uh, maybe tools for fixing servos and, and uh, internal parts for these robots uh, on, on benches. Uh, there's some weapon racks that actually do have weapons still in them, or they're all empty. But you can hear clanging and like robot beeping and voices from up here, ish. Well, you know what you said. There's a there's pipe wrenches. Not here. Or just wrenches, you said. Or there's some sort of tools, like small tools for for um, screwing screwing on wing nuts and and uh, bolting on things no, like screwdrivers and such. No torches. Nope. What's the biggest tool? Besides, besides me, uh, you can probably <laughs> find like a wicked uh, screwdriver as a, for a dagger or something. I'll take that as a light as a light weapon. Then sure. you know what? It's probably like an extensible futuristic robot screwdriver. Mm. 
<laughs> it probably extends sure. the way you, the to the length you want. You push like a button and it's it screws itself. Like, you want to continue to check that next. Uh, some of these tools could be valuable if you're interested. I'll pocket some small things that I think I could sell for good coin. Okay, small bag of robot tools. <laughs> yeah, I'm also playing with my screwdriver. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's yeah. a dumb screwdriver version of a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the sounds. There may be something better there. Actually, if we go past that one, if we go past this over here, do we hear sounds of combat? Uh, I think you can hear a bunch of voices and bleep bloops from that room. Uh, and maybe some, some clanging, but it doesn't sound like battle clanging. Maybe also, it's right. more way more interesting sounds from the other room. <sighs> I'll go first. All right. So you want to sneak into the next room? Yeah. Go for it. If I hear any sounds, I'll let you know. And then you can go on the other side of the gangplank. Eight. Where does it make the groan sound? Yeah. So roll a d6 to see uh, how, how it holds up under you. Oh, just fine. Cool. Do you follow, Hamoon? Yeah. Cool. Roll me a dex for sneaky, sneaky <laughs> stuff. Yay. Cool. Roll me a d6 to see if the floor holds up. It does. <laughs> No problem. Okay. Groans a bit. So you discover this room is also a circular room. It looks a lot like the, the previous room, but this appears to be like the rec room version of the robot armory. They're like robot couches. There are screens with like uh, uh, robot uh, robot dramas. And there are a bunch of robots around a big table uh, playing some sort of game with knives. You're the gambler, Hamun. What, what kind of game are they playing with knives? Well, I think since they're robots, they're exercising their servos and their sensors to, to be able to uh, see how long they can balance them on their tip on their with their hand. Ah, cool. <laughs> so you hear like, bleep, bloop, ha ha, Zebulon, you could not hold it very long. Um, and there's, there's like robot cursing. From Sebulon. There's got to be at least one, one robot off to the side who's, who has another robot's hand splayed out, and he's doing that routine of between the fingers. They're, they're the, like, moody outcast robots. <laughs> there appears actually to be, like, some sort of betting going on with, uh, like, shiny spare parts. Ha ha ha, Sebulon, your eye is mine. You know, the other robot, like, forks over this robot eye, shiny robot eye. What's there, um... Enough cover for me to sneak through the room? Uh, yeah, they're pretty much. They, you could possibly do that. They're they're pretty much uh, occupied with their their game. Well, keep sneaking. All right. If, if all you want to do is pass through the room, no problem, no roll. But yeah. I mean, it is a pretty interesting game, and you could potentially win some really snazzy robot parts. I don't know how robots would react to me wanting to play their game. Aren't you vested in the the uh, what was the name of the robot god? Compulon. Compulon's uh, vestments. But it sounds like they're going for parts, not spare parts. They're going for parts. So if you lose... Yeah, I have no parts to spare. Parts on you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hang on, Hano? Do you hang on with the... Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. follow him, yeah. Slip sneakily through the room, kind of <laughs> keeping low. <laughs> Various view screens uh, uh, spewing nonsense and the winner robot going, ha, 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 I am Bionicles, I am the greatest, give me your arm. <laughs> the screens are unintelligible because they're nothing but QR codes. 
So you you walk onto or sneak onto the this other gangplank over here. These horrible gangplanks everywhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you roll here. Uh, this this seems to be a little more stable than the rest for some reason. Like it's unused. Like it's often unused. Do you pass through it? Yeah. So you end up in this little section. So it's this long corridor, and it has various like racks uh, with some sort of long rods with like uh, shiny, almost like Tron style, like shiny LED bits on them uh, or internal on racks. And all of the little like gangplanks lead to what seems to be cells of some kind. And you can hear like uh, snoring and grunting and uh, servos being exercised inside the, the cells. If you peek through, like if you peek into the cells, like you'll see this much. Like, no problem. Hmm. We could release all the prisoners. Whether that be good or bad, we could do that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the rods. I'm going, hmm. I mean, they could, they uh, could pass for quarterstaffs. Sure. No problem. All right. So I'll take one down and look at the, look at the glowy bits at the end. Look at ha- Hamoon and wonder, or should I touch him with the glowy bit? Could these be like the uh, shock prods? Should we try to interrogate a prisoner? I smile, spin the uh, quarterstaff around, and go, yeah, yeah, let's go find one. Look in the first cell there. Is it human robot? It's kind of dark. Uh, there are no, like, weird. Uh, this section of the, the membrane is kind of, like, darkly purple and sickly. Uh, but you can see, like, some human shape in there in, like, rags, uh, apparently, like, sleeping on the, on the grating floor. Bang on the, the door. You. The, the figure, like, jerks up, like, oh, oh, no, it's not my time, please, no. who are you people? And you see this, like, dirty, like, um, young man in his mid-twenties, maybe, looks like, uh, maybe, like, a, a Borderlands uh, tribesman or something. How'd you come to be here? Yeah, I, well, I climbed, and then the robots got me, and you, it's really dangerous. What, what do you, you, you need to get away from, actually, you need to get me out. And he's like, he's, he walks up to the, or rushes up to the, the bars and like shakes the, the door. Qu- quick, seriously, before Orgotron gets here, he'll make me into a cyborg and I'll have to fight. So tell, tell us what you know about this place. It, it's a hellhole. It's a total, total awful shit place. We got that part. <laughs> yeah. Point the glowy end of the quarterstaff at him, and what do these do? Uh, I don't know. I have, I've, I've never seen them used. He's totally lying. I move it c- closer to his face. Ah! <laughs> like he, he backs away. Okay, 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 okay. The, the, it's for the robots. It's something to do with a power source. Um, they can shock you with it. Interesting. Well, should we free him, or? I, I really, really need to get out of here. Please. Do you know? Uh... Anything else about you know, what's on this place beyond uh, the, what's the, what do you call it, the, the robot who turns people into cyborgs? There are like cavemen. Sure. Met them. But I mean, I, I, <clears throat> they weren't terribly hard to sneak past. And, but I mean, the robots got me. I, the, there's all, all kinds of stuff here, I'm sure. Like, uh, I'm, I mean, I, if you hear, you probably heard the stories too, like uh, treasure and stuff. But honestly, seriously, not worth it, man. All right. Come on, come on. Help me out. Come on. Let me go. You look strong. He points to, uh, <laughs> you know, like, you could, like, totally bend these bars. Come on. Man, I'm dying here. Looking at the lock. Did we see any keys? Nope. 
Is it electronic? Fact, in fact, the keys, uh, the, yeah, the locks appear to be some sort of, uh, like, there are no keyholes. It's either, uh, like, a bleep-bloop uh, key or some other means of uh, opening this cage. It's pretty I rusty, look, though. I look at Hummel and should we let him out? I don't see how we can. We don't have the electronic key thingy. Step back. Step back. When I say that, I'm looking at you, like, shaking my head. No. We'll go see... Um, if we can find something to help us open this, and we'll go off. No, no, don't leave. Don't leave, please. You're my only chance, like, and he gets into this, uh, like... Be quiet, and we'll be back for you. <laughs> Why don't you uh, make a charisma roll to calm him down? Seven. He's like, okay, okay, I'll be quiet. Don't worry, totally. And then you hear in the next room, like, what is that noise? Bionicles will not be pleased. Uh, and you can hear, like, clonk, clonk, clonk. Somebody's coming. I got my quarter staff ready. We're going to find out how this thing works. Are there any knobs or buttons on it, or just the glowy ends? Like uh, like thin light uh, things you would put on at the bottom of, like, uh, stages and such. Like, uh, I forget the word. Little striations, for lack of a better term, like of, of these lights from, from one end to the other. Like uh, lines. Is there, like, uh, light strips or something like that? Or? Yeah, something like that. But uh, right. they're kind of like internal. And, uh, there's like, uh, for lack of a better term, like an opening in the metal. I was sort of imagining them to be like the Tron staffs they had in the movie Tron. Yeah, ish. I head toward that sound of the clomping feet. Is there some place over here that I can hide? I guess you could put yourself flat against the wall and hope that the robot doesn't see you. <laughs> but there's nothing really big to hide behind. It's like this big corridor uh, with racks of these uh, shock uh, staffs. I'll go uh, hide just past the entry to this uh, second uh, second cell. Totally. That, that's totally fine. Uh, and what do you do, Hano? Well, I hear him clumping down. I'm actually going to take that, that position he originally was going to use so I can stand there and hold the staff ready so I can, you know, uh, clothesline him. You can hear the guy uh, going like, "It's nothing. I'm I'm just talking to myself. I'm really lonely." And uh, uh, yeah, the robot's like, "Flimsy uh, excuses will not do." And uh, you know, he's coming closer and closer. Um, Ready in the quarterstaff. Why don't you make that uh, like uh, attack when when he comes around the, the corner? And you can use your stealth skill if you want to. Uh, All right, put that up. Roll whack. And then can I come around the, the entrance the doorway there and fling a dagger at it? Sure, absolutely. No problem. You can also use the stealth thing and your ambush ability if you want to. Yeah, the first thing that happens is like you you see this robot is missing an eye and has like a bunch of like uh, cords uh, coming out of the eye socket. Looks kind of like a uh, like a primitive uh, Star Star oh. Trek Star Wars droid. And, and on just... his blind side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just smack. So deal your deal your damage there. Four. Anything special from hitting with the end of the thing, or there are some sparks, but it's probably okay. from the metal hitting metal. Uh, yeah. So you like smack it, and you know the head goes sideways, and like probably something cracks in the neck yeah. area, uh, and sort of the head is hanging a little off the side, and it's like bzz, bzz, what? What are you trying to do? You attack Zebulon with escape prison. <laughs> And there are like sounds uh, as he attempts to grapple with you. Throw your uh, daggers. Go for it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> this like completely shuts him up. Like you, you hit with the dagger in some place that just, uh, yeah, I'll let you describe it, but I think you, you just shut him down immediately. Like bang. 
his uh, neck is gapped there and some of the wiring and stuff. And the dagger goes right in there and all the lights and everything on him go out. Right, so he collapses in a heap of robot parts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <sighs> and is he carrying a weapon? Yeah, I think he's carrying like... um That knife of his? Yeah. Sorry, Zebulon. Take the screwdriver and remove his other eye. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. If he were still sentient or something, uh, like uh, conscious, it would be like, oh no, you take my other eye, I am blind. Drag him into it, one of the hallways so he's not visible. It's a god-awful racket. Give me a hand here. Be quiet. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to help lift him up so we don't start dragging him. Sure, okay. There's a little bit of like noise in the beginning, but then you... Okay, where do you put him? Uh, closest hallway, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, no. Oh, and mm -hmm. uh, the guy in the cell, since it's the closest, he's like... <gasps> Oh, no, you, you, no, you can't put it here. They'll, they'll think I did it or something. But the other one, the other one, there's a, there, there's like this, this big monster thing, uh, like tentacles and shit in there. You know, uh, just put it in the next one, the next one, please. I prop him against the door. <laughs> Is it, no, no, he's good here. You might find something on there to, to get yourself out. Seriously, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have any electronic key or anything on him, does he? No. It's just like, I hate you guys so much. And then he starts striping through like the robot parts. <laughs> you can find something. <laughs> okay. So tentacle beast in the, in the next one. That's what he said. <laughs> you first. Uh, we'll skip that one. We'll go to the, go to the third one and see what's in there. So, okay. You, you peek through, uh, you, you step into the, onto the gangplank and, and look through the bars and you can see, like this, uh, it's not a terribly, like, it, it's, this robot is bigger than the, than the others, but it's not like humongously huge. Some kind of maybe battle model. It has its back to the cell door. Uh, you, you see some sort of like squarish head on broad shoulders and it's doing something where you can't see what it is, but it sounds like it's working its servos or screwing something off or screwing something on or something. Okay. Robot. Is it time? Right, like it just asks when you come close. Like, is it time? No, <laughs> back away. <laughs> make a make a charisma uh, roll there. <laughs> but I do have deception. Okay, cool. You do not sound like yourself today, Zebulon. Did you not have your change of batteries? Lost previous voice box in gambling. That cursed Bionicles. One day he will get his due. You know, if you free me, I could lead the robot resistance as planned. You could be one of my cohorts. I will calculate on that. <laughs> Praise Compulon. <laughs> then he goes back to whatever he was doing. Yeah, we got a robot revolutionary in that one. <laughs> Door number four? This appears to be empty, but it smells awful. S something died. And door number five. You uh, hear a bunch of grunting, uh, and at a closer look, it appears to be some sort of weird mutated. Like maybe, maybe they were cows at first, but they have mutated horribly to be like some sort of semi-tentacled, curled hor ibex-horned, weird, forked-tongued beasties. Very odd. There's that stairway we saw there. And then we know this wing went up too, so which... So back to the main uh, assembly room and then up one of the staircases. 
Yeah, either that or we have to sneak. Either sneak through the robot gambling room again, or yeah. you sneak through the or cyborg workshop. So back through the gambling room and make our way to A. Yeah, right. that makes sense. I think you make it there, no problem. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time you get to A, you can hear like. A mishmash of grunts, wails, vicious servos, hacking, and robotic, like, ha-ha, have at thee, and, like, clanging of, of knives and swords and stuff from the main room. Let's go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you can see when you get up is uh, there's a room in here up north. There's a little gangplank that goes to a room, and uh, there's a corridor uh, here and several little, like, off shoots into an open area. This is an open area, right? It, it, it has okay. this crosshatch, like like below, and right. uh, I think I think it's probably like the same hole, right? It's the same open space. Okay. So this is like the next level up, and on this like crosshatching mess of gangways, there's this big, huge, sink-colored kind of mechanical dragon that seems to be sleeping. With, like, steam coming out of its nose holes. A finger goes up to my lips. Then I make a couple of gestures, and I realize he has no idea what the gestures mean, because he's not a legionnaire. I'll give him a gesture back. Uh. <laughs> and start pulling him back in that corridor away from the, the dragon. Cool. Sneak it. Sneak it, people. Good thing we both took stealth. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a good thing. <laughs> So I think you get away, right? You make it to the next room, but you can hear the the dragon like waking, and and you can hear the creaking of um, the gangways and the whatever like metal um, joints it has popping and so forth. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but now it's awake, (laughs) possibly wandering. Who knows? So you get up into this other room, which appears to be another robot workshop. Uh, This though has parts for bigger robots this is probably like the workshop where they work on the 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 dragon if they take mm. the dragon apart they'll go in here and then like work on it so there are like big huge uh they're both like small pinpoint tools and big like welders and and uh, uh freaking yeah, man-sized uh, monkey wrenches and all kinds of stuff like that festooned with with tools okay any uh any parts not that you can see. However, there are uh, a couple of charging platforms where some like unactivated droids are, are like they're charging. There's actually droids charging on right now. Yeah, probably like worker repair droids. Let's not uh, disturb them. Yeah, let's sneak on through. No problem. They're they're like they're in sleep mode. Yes. So uh, you make it into the next room. In the, in the end, there there's a pool. Is it a pool we wish to go swimming in? I think it's not. I think it's like a chemical bath, and it probably s- smells and and fizzes a bit. This is where they keep, obviously, like all the parts for the dragon. Like there are big sink-looking robot dragon scales, and there are ingots for for like melting down and making things from. Could be valuable. Across the bath, there's this um, there's like a spare dragon face uh, hanging on the on the wall. A robot dragon uh, faceplate with these like scintillant uh, eye, glass eye, or, or crystal eye fixtures. Did notice that he had claws. I'm looking for <laughs> for claws. And I am climbing up and prying out the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think make an, make an int roll to see if you can figure out what is All what right. in here. 
there were a lot of distracting things in here. Oh, shiny. Everything's shiny. While uh, Hamun is like climbing up and getting at the, the eye fixtures, you discover something that you think is a claw. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, sweet. And you like pick it up. It's this big, like, sort of finger um, fixture. And you notice, like, there's, there's like a lens or something instead of like a pointy claw. That's weird. And then you squeeze something and it goes pew. And you just shoot yourself in the face. Uh, ah! Laser claw. <laughs> How much damage do I do to myself? All the damage. All the damage. <laughs> Come on, roll low, three. <laughs> and that bypasses armor? No, I don't think so. No. So I just take one point of damage then. And I sort of go back and my hair is all frizzed away and like, <laughs> cool. Is there anything, any way to aim with it? No you sights? I'm to aim with it, I'm sure, yeah. You could, if you take this and go into the robot workshop and pillage it for some, some stuff, you could probably turn this into, like, a laser gun. Oh, yeah. It only does D6, but it's a ranged weapon, which is good. Yep. Robo finger, robo laser finger. Dragon laser claw. <laughs> How big is it? Is it, like, is it, like, the size? It basically, is it a pistol size, it's or is like it... like your forearm. A joint oh, a machine, and a half. Right. Submachine gun. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back in the room and I see he's still praying at the eyes. Well, this happens while, you know, you do this yeah. while he's praying out. So let's see how this goes. Yeah, you want to avoid the the whole like chemical bath thing. That's seriously bad news. I think you want to do, if you want to do this, this uh, well, I want you to test decks or roll decks. Mm, partial. You probably have one of them and then the other one, when you go for the other one, it just tumbles down and goes into the chemical bath and there's like a fissing and smoke, acrid smoke coming out of it. So you got one, but eh. <laughs> yeah. That's one more than I had before. Cool. It's And it's this like really cool, almost, it has like tons of little uh, almost hexagonal pieces that fit together. It's a cool greenish, like gemish lens with the hexagonal in- integral pieces uh very intricate very cool probably super expensive oh, yeah. valuable okay. right so now now that you have like your robot finger thing uh your your dragon claw laser claw and uh hamun has his um eye lens aim in general direction and squeeze off a squeeze off a shot did i hit more or less where i was aiming at I think you're having trouble figuring out how to how to work it. You yeah. have to figure it out in the in the workshop. I fired it by accident, so I, I'm trying to do, do. You need to point it at your face, and <laughs> well, if I go back in there, keep an eye on the on the ones in the in the chargers while I try to make figure this out. Well, let's see what the other room is. Okay. All right. You sneak that way. Roll me a d6 for the crappy uh, gangway. It groans, I hope. You're both safe. No problem. No mutations. <laughs> no potential mutations. Uh, and you enter a what seems to be like some sort of... Alchemy or... Yeah, like it's a magic lab, but it's also like a chemical lab. <laughs> uh, it's, oh. it's like a straight cross between like uh, Star Wars uh, chemical oh. storage and uh, like Wizards alchemical lab- laboratory. S- so lots of brass piping and tankaging and so forth. Yep. Half steampunk, half Lord of the Rings. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With some like digital uh, gauges uh, on various like tubes and pipes and stuff. There vials, containers, or something of uh, chemicals. There are canisters of like uh, like uh, lantern-sized canisters that you could bring with you if you were interested. But like it all, they have these complicated like 
chemical uh, like periodic table name designations. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that kind of thing. Spill some of the walkway, see. Yeah, we test spill a drop, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like the moment you you screw it off, like immediately there's uh, like vapor coming out, and you pour it off uh, on the floor, and it just freezes the floor solid, and then it just cracks. That's a good one. Yeah. Grab another one and pour it out. What happens to the next one? Does it um, smell the same? I think nothing happens. It just smells really unpleasant. I, you, know, you know what we're going to do? We're going to just try every one of them, see what we got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go through everything. But uh, I will say you completely and utterly like wreck the laboratory and, and you leave this like these noxious fumes behind you like it, you can't be in the room after you're, you're done like pouring out a little bit of everything around the lab and like some do, sections do, are being eaten up by some acid yes it's busy doing the nostromo the nostromo drip <laughs> heading straight down there's some some sort of weird moldy thing that's crawling up on some of the the coppery piping and and vats you made like a combination uh, bacteria lichen thing, and now it's like taking over the lab. <laughs> uh, you find like maybe uh, half a dozen canisters that are safe enough to bring and could potentially be valuable, right? Mm-hmm. So like six six canisters of of uh, like uh, valuable chemicals. All right, I'll take three, and you take three. All right. Fantasy so- adventures, everybody, wrecking laboratories since nineteen seventy something or other. <laughs> what is one of them the acid that's eaten its way through the floor yeah and it's totally like uh miscoloring the membranes beneath and uh probably mm-hmm. like a part of the membrane has been like eaten through and it's seeping out this awful like purplish gas have we blocked ourselves off or can we you can go, go back to way. Way. that's fine either way because if you work your way you know you can tell me how you leave that's fine i was thinking that we might try to do something to draw the the dragon down one side while we went the other. But maybe we can just sneak up a stair before he notices us. Or sneak down a stair or whichever it goes. Would you like to walk around and get to A or uh, go directly to B? B's closer, so let's do the B. Let's do the B. Why don't you see if you can sneak past this guy? Because he's awake now. Probably heard a bit of the racket in in the lab. We both roll a nine. I think you you uh, are going for the the stairwell, but then like this big shadow comes across the the opening out into the open uh, with the cross hatching, and this dragon shape comes by uh, and makes some like big metallic lunged uh, sniffing, like, <sighs> but apparently doesn't notice anything. You have to like back away really suddenly. To get out of the way, and as you do, you kind of you end up touching the un uncaged off like membrane walls. So uh, uh, both of you make uh, con rolls. Seven, seven Hmm. All right. Interesting. Roll me one d two hundred. Actually, one d two hundred plus two hundred. Ah, so we're going in the middle of the chart. Okay. <laughs> so for Hamun three eight five. <laughs> this is brilliant. You almost back into this, uh, to the wall, and you're almost sucked into it. When you come back out, you feel like all your skin begins to get the same kind of like heat that you felt in your mouth, and then you feel yourself start to secrete the slime through your skin. 
and it doesn't stop. Like you, it's instead of sweat, like you're secreting slime. So like your your baggy clothes start sticking to you, <laughs> your shoes start sticking to you, and you're like squelching about in the slime. <laughs> so you you can write down mutation trail of slime. Uh, and what do I get? Oh dear, uh, you may not notice this at first. Uh, you can write down mutation light dependency which means this mutant requires an external light source to live and will begin to die if left in total darkness. No amount of light will blind or otherwise hinder this mutant. So that's a good thing, right? You won't be blinded if somebody, like, sticks a torch in your face. But on the other hand, like, if you end up in complete darkness, you will begin to die. (laughs) Wonderful. Something is different, maybe, but you can't put your finger on what. So was it like a, a a hit point of turn or something like that until I get back in the lighter? We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the dragon, like, moves away to the other side uh, with some sort of dragon, dragon, draconic grunts, and then you manage to slip down the stairway, almost literally well, in the case of... Hey, <laughs> let me go first. Let me go first. I don't want to fall behind you now. I'm getting, I guess I'm getting extra tired because I guess the stairway isn't as well lit, so I'm feeling a little extra tired when I get to the bottom of it. Uh, it's like this uh, wired, like, caged-in spiral okay. staircase and all around well, you like you can see the the membrane that's pulsing and there's ambient light from it this stairwell goes down and it goes down pretty far you're pretty sure you've passed level three and if you peek right and left you can see that uh down this corridor there is another room as well the first thing you notice Heino, is there's a glittering glow from from the room to your right and nothing from the left nothing in particular there's something glittering over there. Valuable. Just peeking around the corner will give you a view of the room. No problem. And it's this uh, big, huge room. It looks like an eggplant. And you see piles and stacks and racks of bones and jewels and, and armor and various forms of like uh, the kind of shock staffs and other weirdness, like just piled about the room it's reflected by the the kind of ambient light of the the cellular blobs all around you and there appears to be some like cellular blobs mixed in with the mass of just loot in here explain the cellular blob stuff. so um if you look at like the the membranes around you it's like this um it's like this membrane that's keeping these bloated gaseous cells inside it right and the cells are all like pulsing and shifting colors uh some of these cells as close as you can figure from this distance have been plucked out and put among the loot Hmm. well let's see what we can get from the loot uh try to avoid the the cellular blob things okay both of you roll me a d6 it's never good we got roll dice ah roll a two oh (laughs) (laughs) slip into the blob <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it's something like that you you know you go for something and then you slip a bit you don't fall into one of these blobs but you come like almost face first into one almost you keep it your distance but then you notice like there's a shift in it and you see this eye open up in the blob and then another eye and and then it starts shifting colors so it looks kind of like the the loot behind it and then it rises up and these eight arms tentacle squid arms 
start unfolding and this this thing starts hovering up like floating and flying in front of you and now it's shifting colors and all these kind of angry vicious like i am an i am a treasure guardian sentry and you are going to die kind of kind of way you don't have anything super magical on you do you? no no okay cool you don't lose any of that that's good <laughs> uh but you can maybe feel like there's this weird sense of uh, it has this weird gaze that looks into you and and seems to scan you for anything magic, with a with a particular hunger. Uh, and finding nothing, it just it just you know decides to get like oh okay this is just a normal regular interloper time to murder them. What do you guys do? I point my finger at him and shoot him. Ah, but you didn't go back and and tinker with it, so you can't. But I did fire off by accident. Yes, you did. All right, roll me, a, roll me a die fake. Let's see if you actually can manage to squeeze it off once more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you you try to squeeze it again, and it just short circuits. Like, and there you, you get a, a one point, one hit point, like... Zap. Zap. Uh, like, yeah. it's not a laser zap. You just get, like, an electrical, electrical charge through you. And, and you drop my, it, like, ah! And does my hearty, uh, t- you know, absorb that zap or... No, no. So okay. two points if it if it matters. Well, my uh, my reflexes mean that I go first before this thing can attack me. Awesome. This is kind of like movie, like things slow down and you notice exactly that it's, it's about to attack you. You read the intent, no problem. Go dagger dagger. <laughs> okay, uh, go for the attack. That's plus uh, plus strength or dex. Dex. I'll, I'll, I'm fine with dex. Yeah, you totally like hack into it do your damage, flying vampire squid arms around you and, like, suck out your life. Lovely. Roll your damage. See if you can actually get rid of it in one in one go. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just does my poison spit hurt that cost you more damage? <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll again. Let's say, let's say you can spit as well. Well, actually, because I have two daggers, I do get a roll again. Not much better. But uh, yeah, if you if you spit at the same time, I'll, I'll allow you to do um, uh, d6 poison damage as well. There we go. I spit. Oh, there that we go. Spits damage. <laughs> you you spit and, and spit in its eye. Yes. <laughs> as it, because he's covered in slime, it would be also kind of hard to hold, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like it's. <laughs> but I want it dead before it tries. <laughs> yeah. It's totally like slipping around on your slimy clothing and so forth, but uh, it does its damage. Oh, then I'm dead. Since it's going to be at least one, you're dead. Yeah. And if you want, we could apply like the, we could make a, a con roll, see if you actually, if you're actually, actually dead or if you're just like down for the count. I'm down for the count. Oh, okay. Oh, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> Picture this as a sort of magical creature. It sucks out your life force. What what are we left with from from Hamun after it's done, and then it's just a it dies itself from from your poison and stabbings. Given his mutations, it's probably like a a bit of smoking slimy remains of his clothing there. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Turn into a puddle of slime is what you're saying. <laughs> just dissolves. <laughs> There's like a sack with like uh, uh, chemical canisters and, and assorted loot <laughs> in the middle of the slime heap. <laughs> and then there's that like this slowly dissolving vampire squid as well, just dying as well. It's being you know colonized by your 
Death Slime. Poor, poor Heino, you are now left alone in this room. And you can see in the amongst the loot how these two other shapes, like that you thought were these like blob uh mm-hmm. gas blobs, they start rising up you know, in scanning around looking for, you know, intruders. I run over and grab his backpack and, and leave the room. Make me a dex roll and athletics will apply. See if yeah. you're fast enough to do that. Six. Uh, <laughs> nope. No. Nope. <laughs> but you I have mean, athletics. I... You have athletics. So it's a partial, right? They snag your loot, right? They reach out for you with their tentacles and they snag and the, the, the backpack from my hand. I'm going to run to the other room. Uh, should we pause here and roll up another character for, for Dirk? I'm thinking a cleric. Yeah. What god do you serve? Is it, is it an organic god <laughs> as opposed to an <laughs> robot god? It's a, a sky god. This thing is befouling the sky. Of course. It, it is a an iron cloud, yeah? Natural. It must be cleansed. And uh, do I pick stealth for him to <laughs> <laughs> fit in, I suppose? It's not terribly hardy, so that might be a good idea. Give him a mace. Mace and um, armor. Uh, you have vision, right? So you have to drink some sort of holy water or, or other like thing to have that. That might be good to keep in mind. Got a mace, I got armor, I got a little holy water. I'm ready to smite the evil false gods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I got two hit points. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> hey, no. Mm-hmm. You rush into this new room uh, and... You just come across uh, this new character whose name is yet to be determined. Oh, you know, of course, Seth pointing forward. I am Hano of the 12th Legion. I am Arnar, the holy avenger of... Um, uh, sky God? <laughs> follower the Sky God. <laughs> Yeah, so uh are you you've you've come into this uh iron cloud to purge it. Uh you got lost. Uh and now you're standing in a circular kind of cage room. This pillager obviously uh with the the, the insignia of one of the the former legions just runs in with loot, looks a bit haggard. The only interesting thing in this room is the viewers would recognize it as a four-wheel drive Mitsubishi van. You, it looks like a, some sort of metal carriage, I guess, with weird tires, weird, weird wheels. Is that your chariot? Uh, no, they must somehow drop this to pillage the land. It's a Mitsubishi, so it has the emblem on. Does that was that emblem on on the key fob? Oh yeah, yeah. I stopped for a second. Whoa, 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 whoa! I reached in my pocket. Pull out the little fob and go. Boop. Right, so it goes bloop bloop, and and like <laughs> some of the lights blink. You can command it. I'm looking. I'm looking at the different symbols on it. What's this? What's this red one do? I hit the red one. <laughs> <laughs> How do I stop it? I'm hitting it again. You know, I you know I hit one, and, and all the doors unlock, and I go. What was that? Turning in the windows. Is there anything in it? It has seats. There's some sort of uh, uh, circular contraption in the front. Uh, you'll have to like go around, and, and uh, there, there appears to be like a, a hatch or door in the back that you can open up. It looks like a box with a lever, I wonder. Click. And does the back door open up, the back hatch? There's only like three buttons. It appears on the- to be unlocked. 
at any rate. Takes about five minutes to figure out how to open the back hatch. It smells like a new car, whatever that could be. Ooh, it stinks. It has goo goss inside, like a modern viewer would recognize it as like uh, memorabilia, uh, like kind of Evo Knievel style memorabilia of various kinds, like pictures and a uh, little like uh, motorcycle cycle models and stuff like that. Mm. It's doubtful if anything is super, <laughs> super valuable, but if somebody is like into weird art or curios, that might be a thing. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. I, I take my backpack off, set it down, open it up fish around and pull out the jumpsuit and hold it up and look at one and look at one of the figures. Oh Is yeah, this... totally matches. You have the livery of this uh Yeah, no, I'm not wearing this. Take a sniff. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where the horses are. Wait a second, how do you get up here when no how do you even get up here? Fold my jack the thing I'm put back in my backpack and then think sick and then toss it in the back of the truck and going, I think this tapping the vehicle is worth more than any of this stuff. I have another mission here. I'm not a mere looter of curiosities. This would fin- finance a lot of um, parishes. and That is important. Yes. Well, if you find a way that we can extract it from this monstrosity when we leave and bring it down. Have you been in that room over there? I point down the... Co- so There's a broken there's catwalk. That's a, a broken catwalk. And I'm going to leave it to you whether or not you broke it. <laughs> to make it. Uh, so I don't have too much more knowledge to say that. I thought the, the glittering uh, treasure was a trap and came this way. Well, there are octopus things over there that, well, killed my companion. So it is trapped. And guarded, but, they're, but they flew. I turn and look at the truck. Give it a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you command this carriage? Can we roll into that room and uh, be protected from these things? <laughs> I'll push that one button again that made made, made the god-awful sound and then turn it off. appear to have some solid armor except for the windows. Beast! Uh, move forward! Waving the uh, fob. Nothing happens. <laughs> I mean, do you want to try to figure it out? Like, go through it and... That's, that's an int roll. Yep. Uh, okay, let's give it a try. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't figure it out at all, period. <laughs> So, uh, Arnor, Haino is, like, waist deep inside of the, the front of the carriage, uh, moaning about things, when uh, this luminescence uh, brings your attention be- to behind you, and you notice this floating, like, uh, squid that has managed to find its way through the... Um, through to... Uh, from the treasure room, and it's looking down uh, evilly upon you uh, with malice and such ill intent what do you do get into the the carriage and close the door you'll have to like <laughs> you'll have to like shove Hano in first and then yeah what 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 I'll, I'll try to use my my skill to decipher any of the the symbols and on this uh yeah so right, my go for it. i assume that's int well <laughs> i do have decipher though so i get something partial so <laughs> you you go through like oh this has to work out somehow. You know, you go through the instruments and like you, you hear this blop smack and, and this like uh, floaty squid has attached itself to the side door. And you can see the little beak like opening and closing, trying to get in through the glass. And it's sort of starting to, to feel around for like entries and so forth. Uh, and it's obscuring a 
a decent portion of like your one side of the windscreen windshield. But uh, you know what? There is a there is a key shaped hole right next to the circular contraption that fits the key pretty well. Hmm. Put that key there. Shove it in. Well, what do you know? It turns. Ah. Right. Something happens, and then you like through through trial and error, and like kicking and so forth. Like you manage to get it started. You know, manage to hit some pedals. And we hit the windshield wipers and. Uh... Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which the sky squid like grabs one and rips it off. Um, had to make it real interesting because this, you know, this is a this is a manual transmission. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're working through the controls of this this thing, but it roars to life like rum. At least at first, and then it sort of settles into a putter. I grab this this knob and I put, you know, I try moving, but it won't move. Maybe because it's the clutch has not been pressed. I don't know. This must do something. Would you try Int to attempt to to conduct this carriage? Which one? Uh, well, he's in the driver's seat. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Whoever, whoever's driving. Uh, <laughs> oh. Whoa! What do you know? <laughs> Obviously, this is like pedals. This is like the organ at the cathedral. You use the pedals <laughs> to operate it, right? <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you managed to wake it completely to life, this, this carriage uh, being... Servant, you you can manage to like turn it around the room, drive around dragging, the room, dragging the, the squid thing with us. Yes. Where would you like to conduct it? <laughs> but the only other place we can go is try to go towards the treasure room, and I'll I'll try to drive close to the to the wall to scrape the the squid against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a dex roll to me. Yeah, let's do a let's do a, a dex to do it without like. <laughs> harming the chariot or something <laughs> or driving off the catwalk oh yeah what do you know like you managed to like <laughs> bump it into a uh one of the like uh, stanchions yes <laughs> like slack and there's a, some splatter and some ink like sprayed onto the the windshield praise the sky god <laughs> <laughs> you can activate the window wiper to get some of the, the ink off uh, and you're you're thundering across. <laughs> Roll me a d a d six as you approach the treasure room. Oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the back carriage goes through the uh, the <laughs> the floor and it slides. It sort of like revs uh, through the membrane layer and like behind you. There's just this puff of of purpley smoke. It's a release, so it lifts the back carriage up, and you're back onto the floor. But like all behind you, it's like you hear this like big, huge sighing sound, and it's just filled with gas as you come out of the gas cloud into the treasure room. I think there was uh, one more of those. Uh, 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 there he is. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple of more. You, in here, it's a bit of a mess to navigate. So t- what are you doing? You get in here. It's a mishmash of stuff all over. Like, it's difficult terrain. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but it's a four-wheel drive. It certainly is. <laughs> if I spot something that looks particularly useful or viable, maybe we try to drive by that. It's like, can you open a door and grab that before the squids get... Is there um, something in particular you want? There are there are gems, there are bones, there are, like, weaponries, there are arm, there's armor... Ooh, ooh, weapons? 
Yeah. Like I said, these uh, like shock uh, staffs and and uh, you can see a few handles from for other things in among the debris. Ooh, maybe a, a uh, holy symbol of the sky god from another uh, another servant who had sent to, to battle this thing. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Is this uh, like a small figure, small uh, symbol, or a big symbol? Is this like you know the the Crusader cross size thing? Or, or... <laughs> no, it's probably uh, something hand-sized uh, lightning bolt of the sky god or something. Ah, Yeah, you, uh, why don't you dex it to get a hold of this uh, this symbol, you know? I, I do have athletics, so at worst, I'm just going to seven. I snatch it. But uh, the the vicious tentacle of one of these vampiric uh, uh, flu- flying squid att- attached itself to the other side, of, like the other side of the thunderbolt, and comes re- roaring after you, right? As as you navigate the the treasure terrain in your turn, turn left really hard. Chariot. Try to whip him, whip him off. Whip it good. Yeah, basically, try to do a whip crack and try to break free that way. So either I'm gonna let go of the symbol, or he he lets go. He lets go of the symbol. If you, you want know. to do that? That sticks. All right. Not you. Whoever is driving, not you. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, so, hey. Yes! <laughs> how to drive this thing. Yeah, obviously, the sky god's blessing is, is upon us. <laughs> so he just whips around the windshield and lets go of the, the symbol, like flies off in a, in a random direction. Uh, Not a random direction, the other direction. Put the symbol next to you. Okay, uh, that handle over there. That's some, probably some weapon. I want to grab that. Head for it. All right. So we try to drive by it. Sure, right. make, an, make another drive roll. <laughs> Actually, don't do that. Make a deck. I'll, I'll take I'll take Hano's dex roll from before. Uh, let's oh, count ten. That. Yes, right, so ten. Sna- you you snatch it up. What uh, is it? A handle that ends very abruptly, and it's weird. It has some like gauges and and uh, not a gauges, not gauges, but uh, like it has some like slide flip switch kind of thing on it. All right, close the door. Think for a second. Open the door, stick it outside, <laughs> and hit the switch. Congratulations, you are the proud owner of a laser maze. Oh my god, click it off. Okay, yeah, that's mine. What's it do for damage? It's a martial weapon. Oh, but so... I think it ignores uh, armor. Laser mace. So armor piercing. D6 plus one? Okay. And uh, I'm heading for the... This. Next room, yeah. yeah. Cool. By by the way, um, uh, Padre, do you can you are, are you do you know how to heal people? Those who are worthy. <laughs> I got you your holy symbol. You have done the work of the sky god. Yeah, when you get a chance, could you you know I'll, I'll point to my face. A little busy at the moment, trying to avoid squids and boom, going to a, a bigger room. <laughs> yes, a big circular room, and this appears to be what would you call it, like. I guess the closest approximation would be like a mausoleum kind of thing, right? It's like this big circular, almost uh, a worship, a cross between like a memorial and a worship room. There's this big like uh, coppery colored tube in the middle with uh, like some sort of robot head floating in it. Uh, There's this like glass uh, viewport, uh, big glass viewport facing you. Uh, and there are a bunch of like machines around, and and there are memorial uh, images on screens all about you. 
every every representation of this person is like kind of like faceless or it's facing a different direction or something. But they're all always like grandiose and uh, you know impressive, like old uh, old uh, like colonial paintings of people with their horses and. Would that be Zadrilon? I don't know. It's called Zadrilon's Folly. You're not one of the learned ones, right? You're not a space wizard or scholar. So it's it's the Flying Fortress for you, or the Iron Cloud, right? Well, let's find a place to uh, rest the beast and see what we can see in here, or we just drive out. Seems to be something honoring this uh, false robot god, right? Uh, Why don't you make an int roll, see if you can figure out what this is about. (laughs) <laughs> Sky God is on a roll. <laughs> You're pretty sure that this is like Zadrilon himself, the wizard that uh, probably is the architect of this uh, this whole like iron cloud and and so forth. The memorials, anyway. You don't know what the robot head is. Although with the ten plus, maybe there are rumors that he ro- robotified himself. Uh, yes, this is. Honoring the the fool who created this monstrosity, this uh, profane object, and further showed his villainy when he made himself a robot. I'm picturing you saying this as you squeeze the steering wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's not do anything hasty like, you know, defile defile a temple. Suddenly, like, the eyes of this robot head light up in, in an evil red. And this echoing voice uh, comes out of uh, the tube and goes, Who comes before Zeb Sadrilon? Not Zebulon. Zebulon is, is dead. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> More devotees. I'm looking, I'm looking at Arnon. No, don't do it. I think I make a left turn and drive on out. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear like, what is this? <laughs> come back. I demand you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore the robot behind the curtain. All right, so you drive through into the the corridor. So you see two uh, staircases, spiral staircases, and uh, you see some cells or or doorways if you drive that far, all the way off to the broken off catwalk. So, catwalk, by the way, groans beneath the <laughs> chariot. So stop, and should we see what's in the cells? Sure. What what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> the sky god is with us. <laughs> As you step out of your chariot, move closer to the the nearest uh, cell, yeah. right? The first thing you notice is that it smells like fur, unwashed fur, and maybe like there's an uh, there's an acrid kind of uh, chemical electric kind of sensation as well in the air. When you look in, you see a shit ton of weasels just stacked on top of each other, like uh, crawling all over each other, and then like. On mass, they notice you, and they start sniffing the air, and then like they wink out of existence, like wink, 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 and then they're all like all around you, in the corridor, on the chariot, like uh, on the ceiling. Some of them are touching the uh, membranes and like turning into weird behemoths, like weird tentacle, not behemoths, but weird tentacled creatures. Uh, like they're just blinking all over the place and changing and and it's a it's a right mess what do you do back to the chariot oh yeah they're they're blinking into the cab unfortunately to continue our quest we we've kind of have to abandon the chariot well player knowledge knows which one to take but you know the player knowledge be damned uh even odd for the stairwells that way it's totally chance 
F is even, uh, D is odd. It's just one level, so you could easily go up and like, oh, okay, this is this place. Then move down again, no problem. Like you'll have to, you'll have to uh, elbow your way through the blink weasels, but um, they're not attacking. Okay. No, they're not attacking. They're just a nuisance. They're a horrible nuisance. Uh, should we, should we check out the other cells before? They're also full of blink weasels. <laughs> and and the second we look inside, there's more weasels everywhere. Yep. Well, I think if we if we start walking up and can smell them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's take the stairs. There appears. To, okay. So you, as you walk through to the stairs, like you notice as you step into the the F stair, there, there's a significant buildup of this sort of static electricity to the point where your hair starts standing up and like you get a little shocks from your armor. But once you're out of there, like whoa, okay, done. Then we hear an explosion as the car goes off. From the stack, like you see. <laughs> it's a good bit up, actually. It's a long freaking stair. Like, it feels like almost forever. And then finally, you enter a room. I'm going to describe it. So there's a hole in the ceiling right above uh, part of the thing above. Like, it's broken. You can see the sky up up above. Mm-hmm. A good sign, I'm sure. Yes. You, it's, it's obviously a control room of some kind. There are all these, like consoles uh, with flip switches and gauges and blinking lights. Uh, there are viewports in all directions. Uh, there's also like a, a cracked mirror uh, set into one of the walls. Uh, there's broken glass uh, here and there where like monitors have been smashed. Uh, there are a mm. bunch of like uh, tape with like incomprehensible gibberish on it, uh, you know, taped over certain things or near or different gauges. As if somebody would, would, somebody foreign or like alien was trying to figure out how to use this thing. Yeah, mm. this is this is like you found, <laughs> you found the heart of the blasphemy <laughs> that is the, the Iron Cloud. I'll start looking at all these uh, symbols and decipher anything I can on how this works. Go for it. Hmm. Partial. Let me ask you what you intend to do with the with the controls once you once you figure them out. Ultimately, we'll be bringing down this blasphemy. All right, sure. You think you figure out some of these like switches will indicate like uh, altitude, but you are not sure how to uh, control the speed at which altitude is changed. It could be really slow, or it could be super fast. Like, oh, drop. You think one of the one of the tape bits, at least, like uh, with the scribblings, like you think it may be like a, an exotic space wizard dialect for up down gauge, like careful exclamation mark. Confidently say, I have worked out these controls, and I shall now bring this to the ground and start flipping switches and twizzling knobs. Roll me a d six. The die of fate. <laughs> <laughs> there is a great big uh, confluence of like uh, size as if all of the globes with gas are releasing their contents all through beneath you like and then like you start to feel that feeling in the pit of your stomach where you're falling very fast <laughs> I feel the sky god in my belly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be filling your feet in your belly pretty soon, too. I grab him. Let's get on top of this thing. Maybe it might cushion our fall. I'm going to drag him, try to get up to the hole in the ceiling and get on top of this thing. 
Come on, up here, up here. We might be safer you, you up do here. That as you're like flying up into the ceiling, essentially, and try to navigate through the hole. I guess. Yep. Yeah. All right. Make um. I think if you're dragging him, I, I'll do strength. Uh, but you get to the benefit of your uh, athletics. Uh, athletics. Yeah. Yes. Well, what do you know? <laughs> you manage to navigate up through the hole, and you're like holding on, and this thing is just like it doesn't take too long. Right, it crashes. It wasn't super high up above the ground, and it just smash crashes into the ground. I think take a d6. It's a you're a bit cushioned up here, but not super cushioned. I was hoping that we have a big cr- crush zone underneath us. Six. Oh. <gasps> no, but I have two points of armor. So it's only four. I got one point of armor, so I got one, and I'm still alive. <laughs> Miraculously, there's like some malfunctioning gas uh, blobs <laughs> that manage to cushion your fall. Begins to emit after you've crashed. Feel the wrath of the sky god, you abomination! <laughs> this whole thing crashes into the waste wasteland below. There's this great upheaval of sand and smoke and uh, and dust and gas, and you're you're yelling triumphantly. <laughs> <laughs> And there's just this crashing sound, as, as uh, uh, or a trashing and tearing sound, as, as the the metal skeleton of this thing is like poked through the membrane, and in places looks like it looks like listing tents, and other places it's just poked through, and and it looks like skeletal fingers and like impaled robots on stuff. Uh, and there's this big rumbling beneath as um, the dragon is trying to free itself, but it's stuck underneath uh, the great bulk. <laughs> what do you guys do? So we're we were at the very top, is is what you're saying, right? Yep. I got stuff. You brought down. You brought down the abomination. Let's go to the nearest city and get the heck out of Dodge. If we can climb down around the outside, or as it's collapsing, uh... slide down the outside. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, being on a on a deflating balloon. So if you leave the Hulk behind you, uh, we'll we'll end it there. Though <laughs> <laughs> so I may want to try to raise raise a, a group to come back later to you know because there's treasure there. Oh yeah, we just need, yeah, uh, yeah. We just need a lot of people because they'll probably now be staked out by the robots and the dragon. And you didn't get to number five. That's all. That's that's too bad. What was number five? Number five is a wonderful room uh, over here with um, it has rocket knights. Uh, they turn into rockets. Uh, they, the leader has a vibro axe. <laughs> very, very silly. But yeah, so this was uh, this was uh, <laughs> the Iron Cloud by uh, Caleb uh, Roberts, which was a uh-huh. one-page dungeon contest entry for, for like 2013 or something. It's a fun little adventure. Yeah. <laughs> of course, when it gets night out, I'm finding myself going, "I'm oh ah, I need a light." Turn the candle on and going. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think you fall asleep next to the fire, right? And then you're dead in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a proper burial. So the mutations uh, are from a uh, book. Uh, it's from a book uh, called The, Metamorphor- the Metamorphica by Johnstone Metzger. It has like oodles of different... Uh, Mutations like uh, body forms, body functions, behaviors, cognition, psychic powers, even supernatural, like superpowers. And, and exuding slime. Yes, yes, <laughs> exuding slime. And low, low libido. <laughs> so all it says, if you look at the one-page dungeon, is 
if the players or characters like touch the the membranes, they mutate. So I was like, oh, okay, let's use this one. Handy every once in a while. Yeah. You need to mutate some characters. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Fun times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> A little different from the usual like type of dungeon where you go into a tomb somewhere and there are orcs. <laughs> Here we have uh, robots and Mitsubishi. When I first read it, I was like, has a car key. I'm like, what? And then the next room, like, oh, it's, there's a four-wheel drive Mitsubishi van. Totally works with the key. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the the whole like getting it started and then driving through the the treasure and and uh, <laughs> just road raging it through the <laughs> the guardian. <laughs> yeah, my question is: if we had tried driving down the stairs, would we have succeeded? Since there's spiral staircases, no. <laughs> All right. Oh well. But who knows? Maybe it can be salvaged from the ruins. Yeah. 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 It, it may be actually what uh, what uh, Arnar is driving around. <laughs> <laughs> the sky chariot. <laughs> yeah, with at least three blink weasels with them. Yeah. <laughs> at least, yes. All right, next week then, hopefully. Yep. Thank you for today. Oh, there's a good one. <laughs> I may need to roll up a second character. <laughs> no, 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 this is fine. No, I mean after this <laughs> oh. one dies. Oh, oh, oh I see. <laughs> Well, I can have one hit point or one hit point. Wait, you get one hit point? <laughs> <laughs> got to roll twice and I still got one. You may have to roll up a second one. <laughs> yeah. Or what is it? Do you, you re-roll after uh, the adventuring day? You can take a rest. Yeah, you, you can re-roll after a rest. Totally. Yeah. Yes. So our first action, let's take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could do some sort of bullshit funnel world where, where you also start with one hit point and, and we lower your attributes and you get no special abilities. <laughs> I've played that. I, I had the character that was the most effective, like was the one that had a pig. <laughs> How did that uh, work out? Well, pigs, they're, they were tougher than, it was tougher than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. This isn't going to make the podcast. Nah. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.